to Enterprise. Lock on transporters. Beam is up. Scotty. If everything goes according to plan, don't beam us up. Beam me up. Energize. Hello and welcome to Pack Me Up Scotty, a podcast where we rewatch all of Star Trek in chronological order. I'm Andrea. And I'm Ashin. Today we're discussing the 20th episode, The Tide! Archer and Mayweather enter a military zone and are imprisoned by an alien race called Tandarans, who are at war with the Sullivan. And that is a reference for anybody that has watched Jacksepticeye and his gameplay on Paper, Please. So before I say... Anything about this episode, and how I feel about it, I want to make it clear yes. I am absolutely anti internment camps okay. and racial profiling, and mm-hmm. not they're not good, not good I, guys. I, I'm just gonna say this 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 whole thing looks like it's going to be followed by a bat, and it's <laughs> not gonna mean anything. <laughs> I, I don't just... like racism. I don't like stere- stereotyping people. But honestly, yeah, no they removal of civil it. rights always wrong, never good. Not saying it's good in this episode. I'm just but... saying I don't know if it was diplomatically the wisest thing to organize a jailbreak, even if it's morally right. I want that on record. Mm-hmm. Morally right diplomatically unwise in alien territory when it's your first mission of exploration this is your first interaction let alone diplomatic interaction with an alien race who are fighting a war against your enemies as well the cabal just i was just a bit uh, unsure about how that and this was a huge conflict of uh i suppose my logic side i don't know if it's logic of my that side of me my pragmatic side and my moral side, because in our spreadsheet of is T'Pol right or not, T'Pol doesn't really take a stance in this episode, but she does remind Captain that it is a a blatant interference of another race's culture, uh, and I would agree with her on that. So, yeah, I just wanted to say that. I, I just, I don't know how I feel about it overall. Right. Um... I think we talked about this before, um, that I, we don't know if it would have been okay if aliens came and stopped Hitler. I still would have welcomed it if it stopped the Holocaust, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> it would have changed history, but it did stop yeah. the Holocaust. And obviously in this episode, we're not seeing a Holocaust because they're not murdering the people. Well, the, he did bring up Manzanares, which is the uh, Japanese-American containment camp. Yeah. Uh, and I am not familiar, like, I'm not 100% familiar with it, 
But I'm pretty sure that they did kill Japanese Americans in those camps. I don't know. I'm not even going to guess or assume. I just don't know. For what I remember learning about it, it wasn't just peaceful. It wasn't a peaceful camp. And they refer to that camp as an example for what is going on in this camp, which is obviously not peaceful because we see attacks and we see guns and we see assaults. So, yes, there is not like a a racial cleansing, but it's not like, oh, they have a, a normal village and they have normal jobs and everything. No, that's not what is happening. So I'm pretty, like, I'm on the fence as well because obviously they are interfering i mean are they interfering they what they were kidnapped it's not like archer went down to the surface to try to stop them no <laughs> they no, were kidnapped into not. their culture and now they're trying to get away and if they can get some people away with them then they did uh so i'm, I'm with archer in this one look as i said it's not that I think it was the morally wrong thing to do to break those people out. Those people should absolutely not be being held captive in internment camps. That's I completely disagree with that. Like, and I, the guy that I have notes about the confrontation at the end between Grat and Archer about him, you know, obviously he's saying they have no rights and they're just going to go join the cabal. So yeah, it's it's obviously wrong completely. The camps are black and white. They're wrong. But breaking them out, I think, is a bit more nuanced because there's a lot of other factors to think about. Yeah, but you cannot, you cannot keep someone detained uh, just because of what they may do when they get out. That's not. No, you can't. I'm. I'm not saying they can. So, I'm not saying yeah, they should surely, or they can. If they if they get away, probably a bunch of them will join the cabal because of how they work i guess i don't know we don't know that much about them anyway <laughs> because they mm -hmm. haven't like we've met individual cabal people but not like the organization so maybe not maybe they won't but yeah probably some of them will if only to retaliate to the people that kept them locked up for years but you cannot keep them there for their safety quote unquote as he's was saying so that they don't join the cabal and they don't do these things and they don't get murdered because that is their own freedom to do that. Once they join, once they've done the bad thing, you can argue, okay, then go to prison for your crimes. Crimes, thank you. I was going sins. And I'm like, <laughs> you don't go to prison for your sins. Uh for your crimes. But you cannot keep people anywhere for fear of what they may or may not do. That is not how it works. No, absolutely not. And those, you know, whether we like it or not, people have the freedom and the right to join a terrorist organization if they yeah. want to. <laughs> like, um, And they're free to have views. And you're not, you should not be free to imprison people for something that they might do. And I think actually it was a really interesting episode to watch at the moment. I don't know what it's like in Spain, but obviously in Ireland and in the UK, there's a lot of propaganda and bad will from the public and media towards migrants at the moment and i think that's pretty much europe-wide yep and they're being treated horrifically and in ireland we have a system called direct provision which is basically internment camps where migrants are housed using air quotes 
until they can be granted the proper permissions to stay and work in the country. And it's appalling. They're appalling conditions. And some of them have been in these camps for years. And it's horrible. And I don't approve of it at all. So it was an interesting to watch that from that perspective. So that's why I'm saying it, I completely disagree with those internment camps. But from the perspective, and I know I just said but, and that's, I don't like that I just said that. <laughs> but in terms of the episode, from the perspective of Enterprise, who entered this situation by unwittingly entering a war zone and were arrested for doing so, and regardless of what the Tandarians are doing to the Suliban, if you're in a war and a strange ship enters your war zone, I think you've got to protect yourself. You've got to take the necessary precautions. And I don't know how that trial would have gone out. I think that's a whole separate discussion because Trip and DePaul have that discussion about, oh, well, what happens if they lose the trial and they're found guilty? I would have preferred, I think that I would have found that more interesting. If you do the break out after Archer and Mayweather are found guilty, because then they're also being wrongfully detained. But they are already wrongfully detained. Everybody's already wrongfully detained. I think the Suliban are being wrongfully detained. 100%. There's no doubt in my mind. The Suliban are being wrongfully detained because they're being detained because what they might do. Archer and Mayweather entered a war zone unwittingly. Yeah. But they did yeah. enter a war zone. They, they trespassed they on a war but zone. Then, but then they were... First of all, they got DNA tested without their consent. So they know that they're not Suliban or any other race. They know their history. They know that we are not out there <laughs> causing wars. So they, they are. They are not at the beginning, because obviously you have to protect yourself. But once they eliminated the question of whether we are Suliban or not, and, okay, they are humans, let them go. But you don't know why they're there. You're just taking their word as to why they're there. Well, why are you knocking them out? When? At the beginning of the episode, they were knocked out. When they kidnapped them. When they arrested them, sorry. The, yeah, the, the questions of how they arrested them, like by knocking them out, that's obviously assault. Like, Archer and, and Mayweather don't remember the kidnapping. Yeah, and obviously that's, that's the wrong way to do that. Right. So they're being wrongfully detained, because if you are going to arrest someone, you go to the ship and you're like, this is a war zone, we're going to have to take you down now. And not, like, attack them and kidnap them and then DNA test them against their will. No. No, that's not... No. You can protect yourself and do things right as well. Yeah, but if you're in a war, I mean, there are there are different rules for war. And I'm not... You know, God, I can't believe... I'm studying. I'm not, like... Ugh. There are different <laughs> rules really for war. Bad. I know, I know. But there are different rules for war. If you're fighting an enemy... And it's like the cabal are obviously, they're not a country. They're not a war with a country. And I, I have questions about what the cabal is. I have a lot of questions about the cabal after this episode. Because um, they are not what I thought they were. But yeah, I don't know. It's such a complicated discussion to have. Because if you are fighting a terrorist organization, or a terrorist organization are a rebellion of some sort. Because, I mean, a lot of terrorists are... Rebels are rebelling against the system, and sometimes you can agree with them, or sometimes, you know, sometimes rebels are, well, like, obviously, the Irish, I know I'm Irish, we rebelled, we ha we engaged in terrorism, the Irish people engaged in terrorism to get their independence, so, cards on the table, um, and Spain would have had to deal with terrorists and rebels in their history as well. We have ETA. Is that the, the Basque? Yep. 
So and yeah, so war with a with a terrorist organization is very different from war with another nation because a terrorist organization isn't necessarily going to fight by the rules of war because obviously. But there are no rules in a war. Like you keep saying, there are different rules in a war. They are not. There are not. Someone rebels and someone doesn't like the rebellion, and that is it. And then you do whatever you have to do to stop it. But it's not because there are no rules in a war. There are not. Well, there, there, there may have been three thousand years ago, but not anymore. Look at Russia. No, there's. I don't know the name of the the, the rules, but there are rules on, in war. You know, if if an enemy and are you, in, you have to are you, their... and who enforces those rules? Look, it's up to the countries, and I'm not. I don't, I'm not saying right, everyone obeys it. Because <laughs> I'm just saying we are currently living through a war. Yeah, I know. In Europe. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> what are the rules of the war? There are no rules in a war. There's only people who killed and people who get killed, sadly, in both in both sides, in all of the sides. Yeah. And what you do to protect yourself and others and attack yourself and others, it's it's up to you. I don't think anyone is going to go to a Russian soldier and be like, that was against the rules. <laughs> no, literally no one is going to say that. Okay, but I mean, there... I don't want to get too bogged down in this, but there is a course for war crimes. Right. But it doesn't work during the war. It works after the war the war is ended. Was there not a thing recently where where there was they were charging Putin or they were looking to charge Putin for war crimes because Did they? of Ukraine? I don't know. Is Putin right now serving a prison sentence because of what he's done? War for me doesn't make fucking sense because the same way that racism doesn't make sense and sexism and transphobia and like why why are we wasting time in this let's move on okay uh so the Sullivan are being wrongfully imprisoned agree. we agree on that i in my opinion think that from the very beginning archer and mayweather are also being wrongfully imprisoned even though the people not the Sullivan, have their reason to detain them they didn't do it in a proper way in my opinion. You think that they had the reason because it's a war and they have to protect themselves? And you would have preferred the court to sentence them, which would make them wrongfully imprisoned, and then they break out. The thing is, they broke out. They're free. Great. <laughs> I just... I, 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 20 minutes of the episode, that sentence. That's <laughs> <laughs> I just think it would have been more... Uh, I don't know, maybe maybe it's more interesting the way it is. Maybe they wanted people to have this discussion that we're having now. But I don't know. I don't I don't know. As I said, internment camps are wrong. I don't think they should be keeping Sullivan in internment camps. And let's say had the episode ended with Archer and Mayweather just being let go and Enterprise collecting them and then just flying away from the internment camp, I don't think that would have been a satisfactory ending either. So I don't know if there's an ending that I would have been satisfied with here. And um, I think either way, you're going to have to have this discussion, a discussion about the, the nuances of it. Yeah, it's just that I don't see any nuances on keeping people. No, <laughs> no, no, sorry. Not the, not the no, nuances I know, of I know keeping. what you mean. But... Yeah. Anyway, we got a Mayweather episode. <laughs> Did we? <laughs> <laughs> Kinda more than others. I I feel like I there's like there's a scene where Mayweather is talking to the other 
Sullivan Sajan, I think his name is. Not the main one who interacts with Archer, but his friend. Mm-hmm. And Mayweather is saying to him, oh, I had my preconceptions about Sullivan and I got past them. Why can't you get past yours? And I was thinking, did we see you have those preconceptions, though? Did we see you get over them? I don't remember a scene with Mayweather getting over his preconceptions because he's always just standing slightly behind Archer when Archer gets over his. <laughs> yeah, I think I think they did it together. Yeah, I mean, obviously Archer is the captain, but I think it would have been a nice episode if it had actually been Mayweather and maybe someone more junior than the captain in this episode. Okay. So Mayweather and Hoshi. Exactly. Maybe we could have had that kiss we were anticipating last week. But Mayweather hasn't had a lot of uh, character development, and I feel he kind of got looked over in this one. He kind of got character development by proxy through Archer. (laughs) Yeah. But we did, look, we got more of him, and I was happy with that. Yes. Uh, I think this episode showed, I mean, not that we doubted it in any way, but this episode did show Mayweather's loyalty to the captain. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think everybody is loyal to the captain. Like, I don't think we've ever seen anyone other than T'Pol question the captain and T'Pol questions him because of who she is. Yeah. Which we support. <laughs> yeah. And even even this week, as I mentioned. I thought you'd decided not to interfere with other cultures. In this case, I'm making an exception. Understood? Yes, Captain. But she just leaves it at that once he says... Yeah. I don't care, this is what I'm doing. She goes with it. Exactly. She questions him, but doesn't go against what he wants. Yeah. But I think maybe out of all of them, Mayweather is the most outright loyal to the captain. Like, he literally got beaten up. Yeah. So, yeah, I really like Mayweather. I think as well, and I don't know if, if they found this, but obviously Mayweather and the captain had that heart-to-heart conversation in... The episode about the freighter ship, yeah, where Mayweather went to Archer and said to him, "This isn't how I think you should be doing it." Mm-hmm. And then Archer explained his point of view, and I think that if anybody had that conversation with a superior, that would probably stick with them, especially in the way that Archer did it. He didn't lecture Mayweather. He didn't tell him to get out of the office and how dare you question me. He sat down with him and he had a legitimate conversation about their points of views. And I think that it landed with me. It's something I remember. And I'm sure within the context of the show, it would have stayed with Mayweather too. Yeah, I think whenever I see them interact, it's like his loyalties, Jeff's kiss. Yeah, for sure. So the cabal. Yeah. I love the transition. <laughs> there isn't one. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's no transition. Was there anything else you wanted to say about Mayweather? No, 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 but it, you know, no. <laughs> silence. So they come out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, because I was very confused after this episode. And obviously, you've seen the full series. I don't know how much you remember. My understanding of the Kapal before this episode was that they were... They're the people fighting the Temple One. Mm-hmm. And the Sulaban that they use, the genetically modified Sulaban, they're not in charge of the Cabal. They're basically just henchmen or soldiers used by the Cabal to fight this war. That was my understanding. In this episode, the Cabal, again, my understanding, they're a terrorist organization. They are fighting the Tandarians. I don't know why. 
the Tendarians seem to think that all Cabal are Suliban. All the Suliban are Cabal. Well, yeah, they also assume that, yeah. <laughs> and Grat asks Archer about the Temporal War towards the end of the episode, but he asks it in a way that suggested to me that the Temporal War is like a side hustle that the Cabal have going on. Because he doesn't he doesn't ask about it the first time they meet. I don't know, maybe he's just holding a card close to his chest. And then also he reminded us of the female Suliban Saren that we met in the first episode who helps Archer. And she's a member of, I think he says, the Suliban Resistance. I don't know what they're resisting. Are they they're fighting against the Cabal, I know. But I don't I I'm unclear as to their role in this conflict between the Tandarians. So, yeah, I'm just very confused as to what the Cabal are and what their role in all of this is. And you're not saying anything, which is fair. What do you want me to say? No, nothing, nothing, nothing. You're dead right. You shouldn't say anything. <laughs> I think that it's good that you have these questions and you're voicing them so they're on record on the episode. But there is not one single answer that I can give you that won't be A, a spoiler. B, a lie, because I forgot, or C, wrong. So, yeah, exactly. I don't want to lie, and I don't want to spoil anything, and I don't want to make up anything, so... That's fair, and I'm asking the questions because I do want them on record, but I also, I'm very scared that I won't get answers to them all. Maybe they haven't thought it all through, but I hope they have. I'm sure we will, but... Yeah, I was very confused because also, uh, does Mayweather know about the Cabal and the Temporal War? I know because when Silic infiltrated Enterprise, we got more information about the Temporal War. Towards the end of the episode, Archer tells Trip and to Paul. But Mayweather is in the room when they have that first meeting with Grat, and Grat is asking Archer about the Suliban. And I think Mayweather knows about the Sullivan, but I don't think he knows about the Cabal or the Temporal Cold War. Okay. And then I don't know how Grat knew about Silic infiltrating Enterprise. I think this episode was just some form of recap because it's been so long between Sullivan episodes. If you were watching this on TV as it was airing, it's been a few months. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you can't go back in 2001. It wouldn't have been so easy to go back and rewatch shows. So you just had to remember. And if you don't remember, then it doesn't make sense. Yeah. So I think it was some kind of recap to put you up to speed of every time that they've met with the Sullivan and about the Temple Cold War and all of that and the Cabal. Yeah, you're probably right. I think it probably was maybe a recap and maybe filling in some holes or just getting us interested for a future episode. As I said, I do think we will get a return. I did yeah, predicted last episode we get a return to the Temporal War before the end of the season. And and here it I is. Doubt, yeah, I, yeah, but I doubt this is the last return to it. This didn't feel like, okay, this is the last you'll see of this before next season <laughs> no it doesn't it it i think the the exposition makes it so the next few episodes are going to be about it and they wanted us to remember about it and 
maybe just thinking about it, it makes sense. Don't know why I wouldn't have thought of it before. Maybe they'll come back to the Tandarians and Enterprise's lack of diplomacy that I was questioning. Maybe the Tandarians will have a bigger role to play in this temporal war, how that plays out. I hope so. Because, you know, there are definitely going to be repercussions of attacking. You know, uh, it is an internment camp, and I disagree with that, but there is going to be repercussions if if you just suddenly barge into another alien's territory and blow up one of but their... But they didn't barge into another alien's territory. That is the thing. They, they well, no, just... they were... Sorry, well, they... No, 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 yeah, you're right. They were invited in. The Enterprise was invited in. But, I mean, Enterprise did attack them. Hmm. I mean, they did. Well, and then they were kidnapped. So, like... I'm not even I'm not even arguing about whether that was right or wrong. I'm just saying that, that that's a factual thing. They attacked mm-hmm. the Tandarian internment camp, and there's a separate debate to be had on whether that was right or wrong. But they did do that, and I would imagine and hope for the sake of the writing of the show and the progression of the series that there is repercussions or effects from that mm-hmm. down the line. That's what I was excited about this show for, is that it is Starfleet's first venture into space and it is about forming those diplomatic alliances or maybe making enemies in space. Let's be honest, the Tandarians are not a race that I think Starfleet should be making allies mm-hmm. with or, you know, uh, trading with or interacting with on a positive level. But it'll be interesting to see how that progresses as a result of, of this episode. Yeah, so we're excited for the future of the show. Yeah. I like this episode. Did you remember this episode? Kinda. I liked seeing Sulaban that weren't members of the Cabal. (laughs) I think that was a really (laughs) that was a really good idea though, because as we discussed before, Star Trek does have a habit of making all races one thing, so it is nice to see that they they are aware themselves that obviously all Sulaban aren't terrorists and i think it was a good idea to bring that into the show because this show has dealt with preconceptions before in terms of the vulcans and other races so yeah no i think that was a really good thing to do and yeah i was i was happy with that yeah me too archer was a dick he was he was a racist dick (laughs) (laughs) he was absolutely a racist dick and also worth noting he didn't apologize for it because when he sat down at the table to talk to the guy he's like If you come to apologize, don't. It was just a misunderstanding. Actually, I was hoping to find out what's going on around here. I think you probably should. (laughs) I didn't, bitch. You can't apologize to yourself. I like how they played off the guy, Sajan. Sajan. He was very sus. And I think they did that deliberately because I was watching it and thinking, well, actually, maybe is he? Is he a cabal? Because he's acting very suspicious. Like when he came into the room with the letter and it turned out to be from his wife. But I think they were deliberately playing on our on our own preconceptions of the Sulaban. I don't know. I never thought that anyone there was an actual cabal. I think he was just suspicious of the humans. Like he yeah. says, that we were not truthful. Which is fair enough, because if you're in that space, you don't know if someone is there to get information from you. So, yeah, I think it was a good episode with good commentary about civil rights, basically, which is something that Star Trek does. 
it's less subtle than other episodes. I think it's very blatant. Uh, yeah, absolutely. The position that Star Trek has taken in this episode. And it's one of the reasons that I like Star Trek, is that it's usually not scared to position themselves with an issue like this. Whereas maybe other shows are more like gray in this respect, or not this in particular, but like in social aspects or commentary, they may be more like, well, we are not going to position ourselves. In Star Trek, they do. <laughs> and I like that. Yeah. Because I'm like that too. If I have an opinion, I'm going to give it. And I don't care if you're not in agreement with me. Which you know perfectly, because you know me so well. Yes, and also I was there for the first 15 minutes of this episode. <laughs> yes. Um, but I like this episode. I didn't like that the Sullivan were imprisoned, obviously. But I am all up for a revolution. I'm all up for an escape plan. I know that if I was in that position, I wouldn't be the one planning it, because I would be the one that killed themselves in a zombie apocalypse rather than fighting it but i would for sure follow it yeah yeah <laughs> like if, if we were in an, in an imprisonment camp and someone said we're gonna go for it tonight i would be like hell yeah we're doing it yeah i i liked it i liked it a lot not my favorite but like i liked that they didn't just settle with how things were because you could argue that that is what archer should have done archer should have just been okay with well, that's how their society is going. And it's not my war to fight. It's not my war to win. I'm sure that's what Paul wanted him to do. Mm. But I'm glad that he didn't. And I'm glad that he did what he felt was right, which is getting to know these people. Because he, first of all, was told not to talk to them. Very sus. If you're not trying to keep innocent people there, you wouldn't say that. Like, if I had a, a room full of evil fucking people murderers and rapists and all kinds of awful people politicians and i got you in there by my mistake but like i thought you were one of them and you were in there i wouldn't be like don't talk to them i'd be like yeah talk to them get to know how fucking pieces of shit they are so the fact that he's like, no, don't talk. It reminded me a little bit of when employers tell you that you cannot discuss your pay with your coworkers. Yeah. It's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Uh, because information is power and knowing is power. And obviously, if they don't want you to know something, they'll tell you not to speak to the people that have the answers that you may be seeking. So I'm glad that Archer talked to the Sullivan and... I'm glad that the Sullivan trusted him as well. And I'm glad that they're free. And I hope that we see the same characters that we saw in this episode being free and not part of the cabal. Yeah, no, well, I mean, I don't, I don't think they'll join the cabal. I think that's, that, like, you said something there about Archer just didn't kind of, you know, say this is their war, it's not my fight. And I agree with you to an extent, but I think that's one of the things that bothered me most about it is that okay yeah he takes a stance and they break out this internment camp but there's still loads of other internment camps in this war and the guy's wife is still in a separate internment camp and you set these people free and that's to be applauded but then you are kind of just flying away and, and leaving them off and that's 
I don't know, it just doesn't sit right with me. I'm not saying they should join the war and start freeing all the internment camps because that would be even more diplomatically unwise. Um, but it's interesting to think about for me to say, oh, okay, yeah, we've done this moral thing of freed this camp, but we are now also just going to move on. Because I would imagine the next episode, I'm not sure, I think they will come back to the Tandarian and the Sulvan and the Cabal and all that, but I would imagine the next episode is going to return to a very basic Star Trek monster or sci-fi thing of the week. Mm-hmm. Well, I think they were right to read this one and maybe move on because at the end of the day, they were imprisoned by this one. So it's not like they liberated the people because of a moral high ground. They liberated the people because they were also taken prisoners. And maybe now that these people are free, they can go and free other camps. Yeah, maybe they can start a resistance. Right. Civil rights movement. And that's how it turns into Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> the the internment camp, when we saw it from above, it did remind me of Star Wars because it looked, you know, it was a desert planet. Mm-hmm. It looked very Star Warsy to me. Yeah. Is there anything you want to say? War is bad. War is bad. Okay, so let me let me get on to the rant about Brat and the internment camps because it is absolutely wrong. And it really annoyed me at the end. When Grat confronts Archer. You had no right to interfere. This isn't about my rights. It's about theirs. They have no rights. They lost them the moment the Cabal began attacking us. Do you know how many people the Cabal have murdered? How many ships they destroyed? Colonies? You just gave them 89 new soldiers! What makes you think they'll join the Cabal? These people have nothing left. They're desperate. They'll never be able to resist what the Cabal has to offer. I haven't been here very long, but I seem to know these people a hell of a lot better than you do. And it really bothered me that Archer's counter-argument or counter to this was, oh, well, you don't know them. You don't know that they're going to join the Cabal because you're just assuming. Whereas my perspective, and feel free to, to correct me on this, I know you will. <laughs> I was like, no, no. The argument here is that they have taken their rights and if any if there's any reason that they are going to join a cabal or a terrorist organization against you, it's because you've treated them like this and you've you, you know, you're the people who have taken everything from them and made them desperate. If anything is going to push Suleban into a cabal and a terrorist organization, it is taking away their rights and putting them in internment camp. Yeah. No, I agree. Nothing to add. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Hopefully, hopefully that's won me back some support from the first fifteen minutes. Uh, no, I think Archer's response could have been better. I don't think he said any lies. Like I, I've said that that you cannot assume that someone is going to do something and just imprison them. But I think that his answer could have been more eloquent and more well put together. But at the same time... It could have been a bit stronger than, maybe you should get to know them. (laughs) Maybe invite them out for dinner. So, yeah, I can see why he didn't stop to lecture him. Because at the end of the day, it's a 45-minute episode. And they were breaking out, (laughs) mid-breakout. Yeah, mid-breakout. But yeah, for sure. I think maybe a more concise way of putting it would have been like, 
don't give them a reason to join the cabal by keeping them prisoners. Yeah. That's short enough, short and sweet, to the point of what we're saying. Like, I don't think they're going to join the cabal because of what the cabal are offering them, but more in retaliation to your keeping them prisoners for three years. Yeah. This is literally a representation of what happens on Earth, still to this day. And it doesn't make sense to me that humans can be this cruel to other humans for no fucking reason. For no reason at all. I 100% agree. It's a flower. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I've got other notes, but (laughs) they're all really trivial and, like, (laughs) lighthearted. Go ahead. I mean, we have to to discuss Suleiman Reed. (laughs) I just don't like Reed. So, is that makeup or is that plastic surgery? I would say it's makeup because he says at the end that his skin is itching. But Flux does use a laser. Yeah, and spoilers for future series. There are series where people have undergone drastic plastic surgery to become another species. Okay. Series that you've seen. Oh. Discovery? Yeah. Oh, oh, right. Oh. Oh, I didn't like that in that show either. No. <laughs> no, no, yeah, yeah, no. I don't think that it's sur- plastic surgery. I think it was just... Just makeup. Yeah, just very good quality makeup. Let's just pretend it's just makeup. And next week's episode, we will look like Reed. Yeah, okay. Returning briefly, sorry, to the to Cabal, one of the questions I had about the Cabal, just because I want it on record. Grat mentions that they've been fighting the Cabal for eight years, which also confused me. And the fact that there are nursery rhymes, kids are singing nursery rhymes about the Suleban coming into their bed at night to, to take them away or whatever. I just am so confused as to how how widespread the Cabal are, what their cause is, because I don't know, and how widely known about they are. Because if, if there's nursery rhymes about them, then it's an ongoing thing. It's in the news pretty much daily. Yeah, I have a lot of questions. And I know you're not going to answer. My final... Yeah, my final note is okay. that when they're talking about the trial that Archer and Mayweather may have to go through, DePaul suggests that she could contact the Vulcan High Command and get counsel for them. If you'd like, I'll contact the Vulcan High Command. They might be willing to send an arbitrator. A Vulcan lawyer. You'd be better off getting the electric chair. I reckon Vulcans would make pretty good counsel because they're logical. <laughs> I would definitely want a Vulcan fighting my, fighting my, unless I was guilty, in which case I definitely wouldn't. Yeah, because... but in this case they're very literally not guilty. So Trip has to still fight against his preconceptions. And as we've discussed, he's very rash and maybe jumps to conclusions without thinking all the time yeah as we all do from time to time uh, yeah and that's it i mean we we got a bit more hoshi this week as well which i enjoyed a little bit yeah she's also now a computer whiz as well as a translator she's very good at blocking signals and stuff well i think it's kind of part of her i suppose that just kind of comes with the comms officer yeah. thing but yeah no i'm happy with i'm happy with hoshi that we got I'm a bit worried about the the Hoshi Mayweather ship because 
she didn't seem overly distraught that he was in a prison. <laughs> she wasn't, you know, pining or crying. This is all in our heads. <laughs> For the moment. For the moment. Yeah, no, I like the episode. It, you know, it's one of those Star Trek episodes that makes you think, which I always enjoy. So yeah, good episode. Liked it. Probably up there, one of my one of the best episodes of the season so far. I think. Yeah, I agree. Thank you for joining us on this week's episode. Detained. Hope you enjoyed, and we'll be back next week with episode twenty-one, Vox Sola. You can follow us on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram at PodMeUpScotty, or email us about anything that you wanted to mention at PodMeUpScotty at gmail dot com. Thank you so much. Goodbye. Bye. Scotty, come in. Ready to beam up. Beam us up home. I'm gonna do my outro now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take this off. <laughs> is there anything else you wanted to say about the episode? Is there anything else you want to say about the episode? No, I don't. I don't have anything else to say to you. <laughs>